I'm Carly Shields, and I play Lola, the Harpy Wizard. I'm John, and I play Mort McCoy, the Skeletal Ranger. Hey, everybody. It's Patrick, and I play Ezra the Golem. This is Ray, and I play Cammy the Kitsune. Hey, I'm Adam Bash. I'm the Storyteller, and welcome to Brute Force. Five patrons, welcome to the gilded round grog house and tea room. I, of course, am Jasper Spitwistle, and um, if it's if it's your first time here, well, you've you've missed quite the story, haven't you? Um, last time, of course, was was a well-known part of of the brute forces tale, uh, where they they actually won the Alondia's next top paragon competition um, with a with a two-pronged attack, basically. Uh, on the one hand, it was uh, Ezra the Golem's uh, mad lyrical skills, but of course that's that's not everything. You know, Mort actually uh, pulled his weight quite quite handedly there as well. Uh, but you can't you can't overstate the value of a good handbagging. You know, and if you go you go ahead and pull off a full handbag on someone in the middle of a rap uh, battle, I mean, it just shatters every defense they might possibly have. Um, and so that actually was largely. Uh, uh, the work of uh, of Lola, uh, the Harpy. Um, so, so you know, it was kind of a, a whole team effort there. And then, of course, you know, who could forget Cammy, um, who, who just kind of showed up out of nowhere, right? And then all of a sudden, is a is a crucial and valuable member of the team, um, being that she was doing that thing where there has to be a fourth person, and that was what she did. She was the fourth person. Well, can't over can't overstate how important that is, actually. Uh, but, you know, a lot of times when I'm telling this story uh, throughout the, the, the kingdoms of, of the Aurith, uh, this is around the part where people might start asking more questions about Kami. You know, she's such an interesting character and, of course, has, um, you know, such an important role in the story, you know, as it, as it unfolds. Um, but a few people know much of, of her life before joining up with the brute force. You know, I, I suppose that's part and parcel with with her being a Kitsune, um, which is not the most well-known race of people um, on the lands. They, they, they tend to stick closely to their own, honestly, and um, each family allowing uh, one member of the family at a time to travel the world and uh, return with, with tales of, of great deeds and um, literal tales as well. They, they, they you know, do great deeds and they earn additional tales. Um, you know, to hear Yuo tell it uh, Cabby really didn't have a lot going for her by the time she, she met up with the brute force. Um, Yuo being uh, Cammy's family tome. A uh, sentient book that marked all the deeds and events uh, her family had, had really ever encountered. All the, the great acts that earned uh, her, her forefathers and, and foremothers uh, their extra tales. Uh, and if you've, you've ever actually uh, interacted with a sentient book before, they can be uh, very, very dry, um, hard to impress uh, being. So, you know, she had a work cut out for her. You know, but well, before she ever met the brute force, uh, she she did have a few scuffles, a few uh, uh, full for alls. You know, and, and perhaps none more, uh, more more interesting and entertaining than the time that she actually met with uh, the good guy squad. You know, group that we we know very well from our previous tales. But so I think that is. That is where we will uh, find her tonight. So go, go ahead and, and make your uh, 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 prerequisite drink orders now. Um, I'll start telling the story um, as soon as everyone is. Yes, you've all made your drink orders. Okay, great. Uh, here's the story part then. Tim, we're going to start out with your character. Okay. So why don't you paint us a picture? All right, let's see. Let me bring up... Your inspiration photo. <laughs> Let me stare at it. Let me bring up my, my boy. What did I say his name was? That's very embarrassing. I told you, right? You never told me a name. Oh. That's, a, that's, that's crucial here. <laughs> Thank God. I was like, I'm forgetting it. His friends uh, just call him uh, Barley. Barley, okay. Oh, man, this is going to get confusing. Is that is that someone else's name, name like that? No, nobody's name's like that. Okay. <laughs> oh, Carly? 
Oh. You think Carly and Barley? It's too Carly close. <laughs> is this a is this a Barley and Me situation? <laughs> yeah. So I play a uh, big dog. He owns a soup cart. He's been in this town for many years. He kind of keeps to himself. He has a good laugh, a friendly smile, as it were. He he works hard. Uh, he's one of those that type that like everyone in the town would count him as a friend, but no one, you know would say that they know tons of stuff about him. You kind of glossed over something that I think people would take as maybe a <laughs> euphemism when you said he's a big dog. Like oh, It's not like, yeah. hey, this is big dog on campus type no, no, situation. No. He's literally... A big dog he's man. He's a big dog man. And I would say like anthropomorphic dog. He's probably six feet tall, bushy, bushy, dark fur. He has a darker mustache and he, he has sort of like darker spots around his cheeks. And somehow he has laugh lines that you can see through his fur. He wears a kind of perpetually lightly stained cook's outfit, whatever those are called. An apron. Yeah. And his name's Barley and he's just like... Oh, uh, my name's Barley, and I, I like to have a good time. <laughs> so Tim approached me saying he wanted to play a dog man, so we have canonically entered dog people into the already pretty rich lexicon <laughs> of furry-type humanoids in the brute force. We have jackal people, mm-hmm. we have bear people, and now we have dog people. We have cat people as well. We do have cat people as well. And bird people. And bird people. I'm not super innovative when it comes to creating new races, so I just take an animal and mix it with people, and that's how we get. We have decided to name this race the Gaboy. Okay. G-U-H-B-O-I. Oh, yeah. So they are called the Gaboy. Yeah. Uh, um, he's big for a uh, Gaboy. He, he's he's a big boy Gaboy, I guess you would say. <laughs> Barley is a gourmand, for sure, for sure. Oh, Beautiful. I haven't played Fate in many years, but some of the things here he's good at are like knife skills and kind of like reading people. Knife skills. <laughs> knife skills. Normal people. normal soup maker stuff. Let's yeah. go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, paw and paw. Excuse me. I'm amazed that you went with knife skills instead of, I mean, the, the skill is actually on the skill list ladle. Oh. And I thought you probably would have gone with that, but whatever. <laughs> My bad. I mean, when I read the book twice before we started, I was like, I, 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 I was like, you know what? This is what I'm going to choose. This is that's two more times than any of us. <laughs> Fair enough. I think I read the whole most of the book back in the day. Okay, so Barley, you're you know putting in a good day's work. Yep. At your soup cart. Mm-hmm. But you know something's been eating at you for the last almost about a week now. Mm, please. One of your yes, please. <laughs> hey. One of your best customers, a little gnome fellow by the name of Albert, who would traditionally come in for a good bowl of borscht every day around noonish. Yeah. You haven't seen him in a week. I literally have kept the best bowl of borscht to the side. And people are like, Barley, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Don't leave this side like, I gotta wait for Albert, I'm sorry. All right, well, there's not much for you to do by yourself, so I guess we gotta introduce more characters. <laughs> hey, Ray. Hey. Your character is just passing through town. So tell me, tell us all a little bit about your character. Oh, God. I'm so glad you asked. She's about two and a half feet tall. Very cute. Also very furry because this is now like the 19th <laughs> animal plus humanoid that we have forced fed into your world. Um, so she's a little kitsune. She's a little fox girl. Very white fur. Very red accents. Very good. Um, she is wearing sort of a plaid blazer. And an oversized bow tie. Very personable. Gosh, she is saying hi to every peoples that she meets. Giving them the old handshake. Both tails are just wagging, flopping. She's feeling the vibe. And two tails? Two tails. Oh, oh yeah. On the, on the way to more, obviously. Natch, we're going to get as many tails on this little girl as we possibly, possibly can. <laughs> That's sort of Here's just... Naruto. Oh, yeah. Very tails. That's sort of my... My aesthetic is just a lot of tails on things, but boy, howdy, is she just hungry for some borscht. She just needs some of that good soup. All right, well, lucky for you, there's a soup stand right there. Oh, gosh, fate has smiled. Hello, would you like some soup? I have clam chowder and uh, some other types. Whoa, you look like that. Can I roll whatever the version of... (laughs) know about people in fate <laughs> yes that would be empathy which you're i believe pretty darn good at yeah so yeah just yeah. roll it and then uh you're gonna add three to this so i got mm, not good i just got three okay are you being pretty upfront here oh yeah 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 so what are you trying to get out of her at this point i want to sell her the best soup 
because some people I let them tell me, but if there's like a spark behind their eye, I want to go in sales mode and be like, you know, know what, for you, I actually have a special type of barley mm. corn chatter named after <laughs> me, of course. What you get from Cammy is that she would like whatever is like your special mm-hmm. that she can't get anywhere else. Like she's the adventurous spirit that wants to try new things mm. and have an experience. Gotcha. She wants a soup experience. Gotcha. It's like, well, I, I've actually have uh, something I wanted to try out. Would you be willing to um, try a soup that I'm not typically selling to most people? It's half off, of course. Oh, God, yes, I would. I would love to try half off soup, half off bread, anything you got. Let's go. Okay. Well, here's a free bread. You can have that for free. But this this is squid ink. Italian wedding soup. <laughs> like, those are two things. I don't know. Oh, <laughs> yes. Oh, my gosh. Great. She's going to lap that up. It's getting all over her snoot. Very much so. <laughs> and it's squid ink, so black snoot. <laughs> oh, gosh. This is the best soup I've had in the number of kingdoms that I've came through. Gosh. <laughs> Thank you. How do you get the squid ink so black and just that so bitter? The bitter I, good bitter. I scare them. That's how I do it. You, you can't. Some... some Kill the the squid mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. then harvest it. No, no, I spook them and I don't have to kill them. You think you'd want to coddle the squid, but gosh, I've never tried scaring a squid. That's that's on my list. It's a complicated relationship. Mm. <laughs> what? It, there aren't squid super around here. Yeah, there's no body <laughs> bodies of water close by. Um, no, <laughs> I'm just traveling through my way to Glacier Moss. Haven't haven't seen a, a drop of water or a <laughs> water form for. So gosh, you must have the real inside scoop scaring these land squid. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, they're land squid, exactly. Uh, <laughs> while we're on the inventing train, they're yeah. land squid. That's that's how. That's the real reason how they get so uh, bitter and dark. I've traveled a lot of this country, and if, if there hasn't day gone by that I haven't seen a sand squid and thought, damn, there's a lot of sand squid <laughs> everywhere, canonically in this world for sure. <laughs> for sure. Uh, well, I'm not, I'm not typically from around here, but I've been settled in this town for nigh on. Four years. Just making soup, living your life. Gosh, that's a story. It's a great life. (laughs) That's a story to tell, and that's a story I'd love to hear. Well, sit down. I have another two and a half hours. (laughs) She sits down on both of her tails. She's so comfortable. (laughs) Well, there I was. Uh, that this bread is gone. The all, all of the squid ink soup is all over her snoot, and the bread is just nom nom down. She's a carbs girl. This one. So, yeah, the day goes by. She hangs out pretty much your whole shift, listening to your stories, (laughs) nomming on stuff. And, yeah, it's another day went by with with no Albert. Mm. Well, I I haven't been doing this typically, but would you like a free bowl of lukewarm borscht? You know, I I don't think there's any other way to serve borscht. Gosh, yes, yes. Oh, my goodness. Thank you. Well, it should be should be hot. <laughs> it uh, sounded silly, but I, I like it. Here you go. <laughs> it's supposed to be ice cold. That's the opposite of how poor should be. I don't, not in this world, Adam. It's hot. Hot borscht. I mean, what are you doing with my cannon? Listen, I'll let you get away listen, with fucking sand squids. But you start serving borscht hot in my world, that's I draw a strict line of hot borscht. This is borscht with a K at the end, though. This is borscht. Yeah. <laughs> it's borscht K. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I love lukewarm borscht. Cammy, why don't you give me an empathy roll? Oh, geez. I would love to. I'm so glad you asked. I have these dice and a good tray, and I'm so excited. Oh, I did awful. So that's fun. <laughs> I got a two. That's not awful. Is that after you added your plus three? Uh-huh. Okay. Well, yeah. it's surface enough that you realize that this guy is, if he's nice, he's 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 congenial, and he's trying to have a, a good time with you and kind of tell you some stories, and, you know, he seems like you guys are hitting it off pretty well, but something's bothering him. Yeah. You can tell my fur underneath my eyes is a little wet from quiet. Oh, no. <laughs> And if I'm distracted, I'm reading the entire Wikipedia page for Borscht because I saw that sometimes it's hot. <laughs> but Barley, I've noticed you you left this bowl out really ruminating for me all day. Um, it, yes. Yeah, no. Not for you. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's been what's been going on? Because I, you know, it seems, seems like you had this all rare enough ready for maybe another person. I do love it. And it is going to also mesh well with the squid ink on my snoot. Exactly. Well... In the summertime, cold borscht is a popular alternative to the aforementioned variants, which are normally served hot. Oh, God, that is interesting. You're learning so much from you, Barley. Indeed. Well, my, my good friend Albert, you see, he hasn't been here for a, a while, and 
I may look big and scary and tough and all those things, but if something bad were to happen to him, I don't know what I would have done and what I'll even do, even if I knew what would happen to him. <sighs> Is something wrong with Albert? Have you, have you Are you missing him, or...? I miss him dearly. He's been gone about a week. Where'd he go? Well, if I knew, I'd go there, maybe. Well, do you know sort of where he, like, I don't know, does he Does he live in a place? People live in holes, people live in houses, people live in trees around here, people live under uh, sand squids. That's a very common living mm-hmm. establishment for just sort of mm-hmm. most of the people in this country that I've met. Mm-hmm. So should, we, should we check under some sand squids? Well, he has a farm outside the town, which I, I tried to go to a few days ago, but... He didn't see him around. I didn't. I didn't want to poke much. People don't always like when you uh, get into their business. In case even my good friend Albert. That is sort of the you know opposite uh, from what I've sort of built this character for. So I, you know, I really think, I really think we should march him down to that farm. Gosh, because if he's there, we'll just throw him a, a surprise. What we'll does say? Surprise! It's probably his birthday. <sighs> okay. Well, I'm very afraid. But if you're going with me, I. I think I'll be okay. It is so endearing when someone your size is afraid. God, love that, Barley. You're a good dude. I'm so excited to go on a fun farm trip with you. This is great. You know what? Let me lock up the cart and Mm -hmm. uh, feed my squids and we can go. Oh, good. Yeah, feed those squids. Uh, There's a little extra borscht left over. Sand squids do love borscht. That is sort of their... That is very true. That's something we all know. It's barely worth mentioning saying out loud. It's just a thing we all know. I mean, it's the bottom 75th of their food pyramid. Mm -hmm. They're all about borscht. Okay, so I'm super interested in getting some actual canonical characters in here to uh, counter some of this that you're, you're spinning. So as you guys lock up and get headed off towards the farm outside town, pulling into town, actually to that exact farm, is a, a short uh, gentleman named Jeff and his much larger, not in, you know, obscenely large, but like comparatively large friend, Carol. So, John and Carly, if you want to introduce Jeff and Carol, I just picked up the fact that you guys really went off base by picking characters with names that have the exact same initials as you. So, good job on that. <laughs> I didn't actually even realize that myself. Nope. <laughs> so, Jeff, who some of you have met before, is a gnome. He's a handyman. As I've said before, he's got a bit of a checkered past, but he's trying to, to make up for that by being uh, very good. He's a good boy. And Carol is human. She's um, probably like mid forties. She is a, the the quintessential kind of soccer mom, and uh, she's got a big old purse that she keeps just all kinds of stuff. Like exactly what you need at any given time, she's got it in her purse. And she's recently left her husband Henry with like four months worth of frozen dinners in the deep freeze, and <laughs> she's fair need to be fine. And she's gone off to do good in the world after maybe doing some bad. So Carol and Jeff, you guys are pulling into town. You're actually coming up to just outside of town, your cousin Albert's house. And Jeff, you have reason to be concerned about Albert because you usually get a letter from him every month. And a couple of weeks ago, you got a letter from him and it was very odd. It was almost indecipherable. Parts of it were written in a language you did not understand. And it just was very unnerving. And so you decided to head on out and try to figure out what's going on with your good cousin Albert. Oh, Carol, I, I can't tell you how how much <laughs> it, it means to me that you, you come along with me to, to see what's going on with Albert. I'm awfully, awfully worried about him. It's not like him to to go on this long uh, without writing a letter, at least a coherent letter. I mean, you saw it. It's complete nonsense. I mean, got to get to the bottom of this. There's definitely something's not quite right around here. Oh, Jeff, you know, of course I'm going to come and help you. You, you know, you helped me uh, translate all those uh, those bulbs last spring. I mean, what, can, what else could I do but, uh, you know, travel cross-country with you to check on, an, uh, on a relative? Yeah, thank you so much. I mean, just looking at this place, uh, I can see it's, again, it's, I mean, every place we go seems to be a bit run down, by my standards at least. There's several holes I could be patching here. Well, uh, let's let's take care of uh, one thing first, and and go take after your 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 poor. Uh, I'm sorry, I I lost the thread on what we're doing here. Your uncle? <laughs> He's my my cousin. A cousin, right? On my right. Okay. Side. 
On, oh, right. Well, that makes a difference, right? So um, what what exactly, you know, what, what was the main concern, I guess, about uh, well, that you had from the letter? I mean, it, it just didn't make any sense. Normally, he's a, he's a very, uh, he's a very well-read individual. He's very verbose in his uh, letters normally. Um, but I mean, this one just, just seemed like gibberish. Like, I don't know, maybe he's possessed by some kind of demon or something. Or, <laughs> I don't know. He just didn't. Didn't make any sense to me. Come on, Jeff. I mean, you're kind of going to the worst case scenario because <laughs> how how likely is it for that to happen more than once in the world? I that, that's true, and especially to to us, it's not likely to happen again. I mean, not going to find any inside out dogs and pentagrams summoning demons again, are we? <laughs> that would just be uh, <laughs> silly. Carol gets this haunted look in her eyes, <laughs> like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff walks up to the door and knocks on it. You get no answer. Are we there? You are not here yet. Okay. Uh, I peered through one of the windows. Yeah, it doesn't look super lived in right now. Like, there's there's not anything kind of out or about. It's dark in there. There's not, like, a candle lit anywhere. Doesn't look like uh, anybody's been around for a while. You turn back over and Carol's got out, like, a bottle of Fantasy Windex and is, like, cleaning <laughs> one of the windows at the front. <laughs> I go and wiggle the door handle. Yeah, the door is uh, locked firm. Why don't you give me a notice, both of you? Four. Three. Okay. Both of you notice it's it's a ways down because the like the houses here are, are spaced out. Like I don't know if you've ever been in farmland, but pretty well spaced out. But you can kind of see somebody kind of peering out from a, a neighbor house, like out on their porch with their hand kind of up to their eyes to look out at you. And then when you guys notice him, he kind of walks back over to his house and like tries to pretend like he's not looking for you guys. I try to see what you're doing down there. But he's pretty far away. I mean, it's not like you're not within like, hey, yell at him distance. Oh, okay. Maybe we could try one of the neighbors. Yeah, I, I think that's a good idea. We're not getting any answer here. I mean, normally he's very, very prompt to answer the door when I, I normally come knocking. So uh, let's uh, head over to, to that, that fellow that was looking at us just then. All right, as you guys head back up the main drive there, you see a large dog person and a very short fox girl walking up the path. These are not Tim and Ray, by the way. <laughs> just oh, okay, a coincidence. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> no, they are, they yeah. are. Oh, oh, hi. Uh, good morrow. Hello. Oh, Cameo Canna. How you doing? Are you Albert? Which is Albert? Albert's my cousin. I'm Jeff. You're Jeff. Uh, we just came out here to see if uh, uh, Albert was around. Oh, do you, do you know him? Certainly. he uh, He's one of my best customers and buddies. So, yeah, Jeff, you would know Albert has mentioned a good boy that runs a soup stand that he just absolutely loves. Like, he would eat there every day. He's mentioned him in almost every letter. Oh, you run the soup stand. Yeah, just mentioned you. Um, Barley, isn't it? Yes, Barley, guilty as charged. Thank you he so much. He says you do an amazing hot borscht. <laughs> as borscht is normally served in these parts, it's... Uh, yeah, it's, it's hot and delicious and yummy. Do you know where he is at all? He sent me a rather worrisome letter. Oh, he did. I haven't seen him for mm, nigh a week now. I'm oh, interested. It was uh, it was just over a week ago that I got the letter, so I don't know if that's linked at all. Hmm, what was the letter? Here, you can look at it yourself. It's just a load of nonsense, really. As they're talking, Carol juts her hand out right in front of Cammy and like bends over and is like, and I'm Carol, nice to meet ya. Oh, she's gonna get a big old paw shake. Big old paw shake, both tails start wagging. Oh, yes, love introductions. Oh, yes, Cameo Canada. Oh, it's so nice to meet you, darling. You're great, and God, I could just crawl into that purse, couldn't I? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, you wouldn't be the first, she says, and puts it on the ground and opens it up. <laughs> Oh yeah, she'll do like one of those um, like fake burlesque dancers, like uh, show it like a leg reveal where she dips like one paw in. And she's like, oh gosh, no, I wouldn't make you carry me around. I'm a big lug. <laughs> you put your paw in, and when you you bring it out, it's there's like this really luxurious comb already attached to it. It's like, <laughs> oh well, you can keep that. Oh gosh, fantastic! She's gonna be picking the back of her tails from her volume. <laughs> Barney, do you, do you know anywhere that Albert normally hangs out at all? My soup cart. Sorry, I put a piece of bread in my mouth. I, well, a good boy's got to eat. My hungry boy. So, I mean, other than your soup cart. Hmm. Well, uh, naturally, the tavern, that where most people hang out. Um, 
He likes to skip rocks on the sand dunes sometimes. Um, nothing particular, like, special for him comes to mind. Have you noticed him acting at all strangely recently? Um, right before he kind of stopped showing up, he usually would stay. Like, he would eat at your stand because mm-hmm. you have, like, a couple stools set up. And, you know, he would stay, he would eat, he would converse. But like, I guess a, a couple weeks ago, like, the last time you saw him, he, he looked like he was in a hurry. Okay. He was real disheveled, looked like he had been digging around in the yard or, like, something outdoors work. You know, he had dirt on his face. And he just grabbed his food and, you know, didn't say a lot and just left with it. Gotcha. So instead of hanging out and hearing me tell stories, he just bounced. Uh, yeah, I, re- I relay that to all of y'all. I was like, I thought it was weird at the time, but you know, some occasionally we all get busy, so naturally he had to go. Oh, we we just saw one of the neighbors down there. Uh, I, maybe someone close by knows something. Hmm. Naturally. Oh well, I love door duty. I, sometimes I just knock on people's doors just to introduce myself. Cause gosh. <laughs> oh, me too. I'm so happy to hear there's someone else here that does that. Oh yeah, you got to step over some sand squids, but it's really not a problem. Oh no, I I got I got Jeff over here to help me uh, put some from some pest control in my lawn, so I didn't see them anymore. Before we head off to the neighbor's house, I just want to have a quick poke around the garden to see if I can see any disturbed earth where he might have been digging or something like that. Mm. Well, I mean, it's not small. I mean, this is out on a farm. So, I mean, there is a garden right by the house that looks, you know, uh, well tended. It look, it's got just some some spices and just a, a handful of vegetables that he's growing, obviously, right there. Looks pretty well tended, well tilled. There's also a huge pasture out behind the house where he's obviously growing a significant amount of corn. Barley. <laughs> Maybe <Yeah>. some barley. <laughs> okay, I won't check the whole farm now. So uh, let's uh, head off and see this uh, fella, see what he has to say. All right, so you guys marching on up the road. So the guy's still sitting on his porch, but he's trying to look as inconspicuous as possible. <laughs> hey there, Cameo Canna. <laughs> oh, uh, hello there. Uh, uh, Dakota Lone Wind's here. and <laughs> how, how are you doing? This is a fairly large minotaur. Whoa. Do you happen to bartend anywhere? You know what? Not important. Uh, no, we're out looking for a good friend of all of ours that we've definitely known for a long time, all of us. Uh, I'm involved. I'm a part of this group. Uh, Albert. Hmm. Oh, yeah, yes. I, I, I do know Albert. Uh, he was just down by his house, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, y'all got a got a good reason for poking around old Albert, Albert's place down there? Or? Well, he's missing. He hasn't been around in about a week. Oh, and, and Jeff here is uh, his cousin. Oh, Jeff, yeah, you know, I've been in the house. You got pictures of you and the whole family up in there. So I, I, I seen you. I'm sorry I didn't recognize you, Jeff. Yes. Well, uh, no, he's a. Uh, gosh, I hope nothing bad's happened to him. Um, I've been a little worried about him lately myself, honestly, to tell you the truth. Um, but you know, your your cousin, he's a pretty good guy. He's got a good head on his shoulders. I, I figured he'd probably be all right by himself. But yeah, no, I ain't seen him in a, a couple of weeks now. What got you worried about him? Oh, you know how it is. I, I, I got the sneaking suspicion that, I mean, your family. I wouldn't say this to anybody else, but between you and me, it, it, it it's kind. Of, I kind of get the impression that maybe he's uh, <clears throat> growing something he maybe shouldn't be growing Uh-oh. out in the middle of his fields out there. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, not, not the devil's weed. <laughs> well, around here we call it silly. We call it silly weed. You know, uh, but you know, I. I, I I don't know. I, I I don't know nothing about nothing. I ain't never been out there or nothing. But he been, uh, you know, he goes out in the middle of the night out and and and, and he don't bring lights out with him. And uh, you know, the corn's up about as high as it's gonna get right now, so it's a pretty good cover. Mm. And he's a tiny little thing. He's he, he's yeah, knee knee high to me certainly. Carol looks scandalized. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, uh, you know, I, there's a nefarious types out and about in the world. I hope he hadn't got himself in any kind of trouble with with all of that. Um, if he, you know, if you come across him and everything's all right and everything's just 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 plumb and dandy, just let him know, you know, if he's got a, a brochure or anything, you know, just I don't, you know, you know, whatever, you know, he he's doing with it is uh, is all well and good, you know, it's a uh, you know what grows in the earth is uh, from from you know from the earth and it's uh, all well and good, just so true. Uh, you know. Yeah, I, I, I'm kind of beating around the bush here, but I would like to, to purchase some of the the silly weed. If uh, are you a cop? You have to tell us if you're a cop. <laughs> you do have to tell me if you're a fantasy cop. <laughs> yeah, sure. We'll we'll definitely tell you that. Uh, what's your name? Uh, I said it once before. It was Dakota Lone Winds. Dakota Lone Winds. Yeah, I guess we'll head off to the the field and see if we can find some silly weed. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it really doesn't surprise me. I mean, Albert was always the black sheep of the family, you know. So, I mean, he, he, he means no harm, but, you know, he, he was always the one, you know, getting in trouble with the law and stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if he's got mixed up in something not quite uh, as... Well, I can't think what the word is. Uh, <laughs> Above the board? Yeah, not not quite a, above board. Well, I'm sure we'll we'll find something. I doubt anything strange happened to him, so let's head on, like you suggested. Well, you guys head on out to the field. Yeah, it's a cornfield. I don't know if y'all ever been in a cornfield before, but you're gonna have to give me a roll. Let's call it. Uh, man, there's not a survival roll. Let's. Why don't you guys give me a? I guess the best thing would be investigate, yes. just to <laughs> try to find some like central area that this is all kind of messed up in and also not get super lost because cornfields is like that y'all mm-hmm. two i i got a uh one for with my dices uh, a one cammy got a three Ooh. all right well presuming you you're communicating cammy you kind of <laughs> find it first but maybe uh, you tell me if you shout it out to everybody let me know but there is a big asshole in the ground Oh, yeah. No, she's proud. So the first thing she's going to do is use her uh, little furry tails as like a springboard and hop up because there is no way she can be seen over (laughs) an ear of corn or a stalk of corn. And so she's sort of going to hop up and you'll just see the rustling. Uh, Guys, there's a big old hole. Sillyweed's not not super in a big old hole, but there's a big old hole. As you guys kind of get out to this area, you can see it is a quote unquote big old hole. It's about (laughs) 20 foot in diameter hole dug about eight feet deep. Okay. And you could tell that the, the ground as you're walking through the, the cornfields is a little bit soggy and mushy. You can tell it's kind of been raining here lately. And the sides of this hole have kind of like filled in on itself. But there is a, a wheelbarrow next to it with a couple of broken shovels and a couple functional shovels. And there's a shovel down in the hole. Eight feet deep, you said? Yep. Oh, I wonder what he was digging up here. Can anyone give me a, give me a hand? I can't quite jump down there. Here, let me let me lower you down. Thank you. And I have a little scrub around the dirt, see if there's anything sort of just under the topsoil. Are you looking kind of towards the edge, towards the middle? Where you at? I'll start the edge, sort of work towards the middle, I guess. All right, you're kind of feeling around on the edge and you're not really feeling anything. As you get closer to the middle, I mean, there's a shovel there kind of half submerged in the dirt. As you pull it out, you can tell like it's resting on something hard. There's definitely something down here. Does anyone want to give me a hand and shovel it out? Oh, yeah. Kara jumps down. Okay. You guys are going to have to give me a physique roll. Two. One. Okay. Uh, You guys are digging. You kind of dig out the middle of the area, and you can see that there is just like this giant piece of like some sort of black stone in the middle of this thing. But you tire out pretty quickly. I mean, it's a lot of work moving all this soil. At one point, Carol looks over at the Gaboy and realizes she's stereotyping and doesn't ask him to come down and help dig. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. That was uh, open-minded of you. Cammy is being a very good cheerleader up top. Can anyone else come down and give you a hand? It's tiring work. Fine. I just don't want to... Uh, Okay. And I I, I scramble on down there as well. And uh, let me give you a roll. Oh, boy. That was a negative one <laughs> of, on, on my dice. Yeah. Well, we didn't fill out your skill tree super thoroughly, but I imagine you're a big, beefy good boy. Yeah, I think I'd have a little bit of in physique, yeah. We'll call it a flat neutral. Perfect. You get a little bit more carved out of it. It's this, this whatever this stone is that's underneath this, this black stone, looks intricately carved in a way that is certainly not natural. Hmm. Can Cammy really like take a laser beam eye down there and see if she can recognize any of the carvings, any of the intricate carvings? Sure, she can try. Cool. What does she need to roll to try that? <laughs> Give me a lore. Cool. This is the first time we've ever rolled lore. Hell yeah. What? New character, new rolls. Okay, so this is a two. So yeah, you could pick out the things that look like it might be writing, but it's nothing that you've ever seen before. Does the writing look anything like the writing in my letter? Yes. Aha. Oh, now this is interesting. This looks very similar to the writing in the letter that I got. Hmm. Well, that's odd. He didn't seem like the type of person that would write this lore type stuff. 
Is this sort of like a square stone, or is it more sort of like a natural-looking rock? It's flat. It is perfectly flat. Mm. So you really haven't got the edges of it uncovered yet. So past that, it's tough to tell. But where you're looking at it, it's completely flat. I hit it with the shovel just to see what happens. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, uh, give me a will roll. Oh, one. Okay. Tell me Jeff's greatest fear. Oh, Oh, probably being caught by the cops for his (laughs) shady past. Yeah. So that image, the image of the cops finally catching up to Jeff and putting him in jail for taking that extra change that he was given at the grocer that one time uh, that he did not immediately notice in return, (laughs) flashes into his mind. And it for the rest of you, it's a split second. You don't even necessarily notice that anything has happened. But for Jeff, I mean, you're there for 20 minutes feeling every feeling that you would feel as you're being booked and they're taking your fingerprints and you're marched in front of cameras and it's excruciating. And your family's there just shaking their heads. Your mom's crying into a kerchief. It's terrible. Is Albert there? Albert's there and just like clucking his tongue. (laughs) And you pop out of it before anyone would would have recognized this and you feel just unbearably compulsed to undig whatever this is. So you start digging feverishly. Jeff, Jeff, we'll slow down there. You're gonna you're gonna wear yourself out. No, you're making great progress. Am I kind of like in like a trance as I'm digging this up? You are still completely bearing your faculties, but there is nothing more important to you right now than uncovering whatever this is. Is he like we, muttering? We gotta dig this up. Nope, not at all. Right now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not muttering. <laughs> no, he, I mean, he could say, I mean, he could say something like that, but like, yeah, no, he's not, he's not, he I'm doesn't not, like, seem. same weird languages on the web ref. Like you could just as easily take this as he's very concerned about whatever this is and he wants to figure out what happened to his cousin. Yeah. Yeah, some, something's not good here. Come on, double time. Quick, dig, dig. Oh, I, I, all right, all right. Sh- sh- co- all right. Carol feverishly starts digging too. All right, as you're digging, your shovel glances on this stone. So anyone with a shovel in their hand, Romeo will save. Oh, wait. Or I will skill, basically. Oh, no. Uh, minus <laughs> two. My roll is zero. Okay, so first, Carol, tell me what your greatest fear is. Yep, there was a homecoming game that she was being a cheerleader for, and her mom had pressured her into being a cheerleader, and she was terrified, and she buckled, and the pyramid fell down, and everyone blamed her. That's her greatest fear. Yep. (laughs) That's a good greatest fear. Okay. You relive that whole scenario again, and the resultant several days of your mom calling everyone else on your cheerleading team to personally apologize for her clumsy daughter. Uh Uh-huh, uh-huh. And just the crushing weight of the whole pyramid sitting on top of me as I was at the very bottom of it. <laughs> and as you as you snap out of that, you immediately feel compulsed to uncover this stone. And Barley, what is what is Barley's greatest fear? It's a it's a simple greatest fear. Uh, it's um, an, an average day at the soup cart. He serves um, some customers, and as he's like cleaning up, one comes back, and they simply say, "I'm sorry, Barley, but there's a hair in my soup." <laughs> All right, you experience this, and then you look down into the uh, into your one of your soup cauldrons, uh-huh. and it's just there's there's nothing but hair on the top yeah. of this cauldron. Yeah, there's like patches where there's no hair on my fur or on my body, um, yeah, things like that. It, it's bad. And you snap out of it, and you as well are just digging. You're digging hardcore. So, Cammy, from your position, mm-hmm. you see all of them just like start to, you know, first it's Jeff. He gets like really, he's like, come on, we got to do this. And everybody else kind of like half ass goes in with the shovels a little bit. But then next thing you know, they're all just going gung ho at this. Yeah. I feel like she, so she was being very cheerleader, very like, yes, you guys can dig this hole. Yes, I love it. But then when there's sort of a, a feverish, like, uh, I don't know, I don't want to say animalistic because that sounds rude, but really, really gung-ho start digging. I think she'd get a little nervous as to what mm. sort of was going on with this um, magic-y thing. Does she get a vibe that it's magic-y from up here? Why don't you give me an arcana? Okay. <laughs> Gonna try that. Oh my gosh, a good roll. Oh, that's what those look like. That's fun. <laughs> it's a four. Oh, damn. 
Yeah, so you absolutely get the feeling that they are being compelled to uncover whatever this thing is. And you get a you get a solid feeling that this whatever this is, it's a seal or it's a doorway or it's something that is magical that is trying to be found. Okay. Does it look like a doorway to like a fun Candyland maybe or like a Narnia or maybe like So I did say it was black intricately carved with weird words you did. and <laughs> I do also <laughs> buried 8 feet in the ground, right? You did say that and I do remember I did say all these things. I do I do remember you saying that. What if it's like a a burlesque land where it's a bunch of women in black lace and that's what's <laughs> the intricate black vibe? Hey, I will rewrite this whole story <laughs> if that happens. No, no that's great. Okay. So I think Cammy's gonna hop down there and see if she can talk these these good boys into calming down a little bit because this is starting to feel like a uh, just one good boy. Sorry, <laughs> so talk the good boy, etc. The all the all the good guest squad. Um, if she can talk them into calming down because it's not really oof. I don't know that we need to sort of pursue this, guys. I just oof. This is getting some bad bad vibes. All right, so you hop down in the hole, yeah. which is a bit of a fall for you because he's like you aren't getting out of this without help. Yep. And um, you actually, when she lands at the bottom, kind of awkwardly from the the tall fall, Carol is like, you can see her visibly struggling to not help you out, <laughs> as she's gonna continue to dig, but like, mm-hmm. yeah. In my head, I sort of used shoulders to get, so it was like Barley, and then um, and then Carol, and then Jeff to sort of hop down and down. I'd use shoulders. All right. Well, as you get down there, they have actually made amazing progress. They have carved out the edges and uncovered the edges of this thing. It is a huge rectangular shape it is all onyx all carved and somewhere to the we'll say to the right side of this thing there is a massive circular gym that looks like it's almost doorknob sized yeah uh it's sort of in all my travels uh this looks like a some some negaverse shadow realm nonsense and so guys maybe let's not what if we hop out of this hole there's some good good middle of the road borscht that's that's very cooled and let's let's go eat that because that Oof, this is not, I'm not getting good vibes. Are we still enthralled by it? Maybe. That depends on Cammy. Damn. So Cammy, yes. you're going to need to roll three separate and you're going to need to call them out in order as to who you're talking to first, second, and third. Oh, Rapport rolls. Great, great, good. Rapport's a skill I have. It's down there. Um, <laughs> That's good. <laughs> yeah. Because you would never say that my Borsk is middle of the road. You're just doing that to snap me out of it. Oh, right? yeah. No, never. God, I love that. <laughs> That really, really well, lukewarm borscht. <laughs> Woo! Okay, let's see. Um, I'll talk to Carol first because she's first in my little window, and I, I love that. Oh, God, look, a good one. Kind of. Okay, that's a three for Carol. Okay, so what do you say to Carol? Hey, gosh, girl, your nails look very, very nice, but if you keep digging, it's just gonna, it's gonna crack them up. I don't know if it's worth it, and this, this Onyx thing, it's giving me bad vibes. It's, it's starting to make me think about those teens outside the, the high school that worry you so much. I think we need to take a step back. Oh, oh gosh, yeah, this was a new set of Lee Press-Ons. Man, oh, I, I I didn't, that would be a shame to ruin, you're right, yeah, I, I I don't know what came, came over me, she says, and drops the shovel. Okay. Oh, fantastic. Great. All right, let's go for Barley. <laughs> That's me. Yes. Well, Barley, sweetheart, I did less good for you, which is fun. That's a one. It's mm. bad. Yeah, that's not as good. Yeah. So what do you say to Barley that does not work to snap him out of it? Um, <laughs> hey, hey, Barley. Gosh, you're so busy. But Jeepers, is my little belly just a rolling? It is. I'm so hungry. I'd really love if we could head back to that soup cart and get me sort of that, that borscht stuff that you do. Maybe this one's warm. I've heard some people some people eat it hot, you know, like fresh. That'd be that'd be fun. <laughs> Oh, good. (laughs) Oh, that's. I recommend flossing a little barley. You got a a lot a lot of mutton in there. (laughs) All right, let me try Jeff, and maybe this roll will be better? Question mark. And it is nice. Kind of. (laughs) Two. All right, tell me what you say to Jeff that also does not work. (laughs) Hey, um. Hey, dude. Yeah, this. Oh, I'm getting very Beetlejuice vibes from there. And you know, that was that was an all right movie, but it wasn't like it wasn't it wasn't the best that I that I've seen. And that banana song, it gets stuck in your head for like two years. So maybe let's not because I don't know if pinstripes are your thing, Jeff, you know, on that body, you need a flannel, not not so much the pinstripe <laughs> look. 
Really? What on earth are you talking about, Cammy? Uh, you you don't understand that we just gotta dig this thing up, like right now. So Jeff, yeah, you realize that like as you kind of get the dirt carved off the edge of this thing, like it's free and like you could open it right now, and you absolutely oh. want to. Oops. Yeah, I absolutely do that. Okay, stand back. I know you've probably seen that play, Robbers of the Lost Box. Where people's faces get melted off, but nothing to worry about here. I, I want to try to stop him. Okay. I try to open that. So you're trying to open it. Barley, you're going to be compelled to try to help him open it. So if you see... Yeah, I think I'm, if I see um, um, Cammy come in, I might Bite interject my, my big body. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, I take the shovel and right I, <laughs> Yeah, I friggin'... Skull bash. No, I kind of like in the way. Everybody that's trying to intervene one way or another or trying to open this door one way or another, mm-hmm. everybody give me an athletics roll. Negative two is what I rolled. I probably... Negative one. What did we say that I I probably had some beefiness to me? Mm-hmm. So probably like zero. That sounds good. Three. I rolled good. Dang. It's that mama bear strength coming back into it. So you, you go to try to, to open it, and what happens is that Carol slams her purse down on top of it, which is just enormous. <laughs> <laughs> and she looks you straight in the eye, Jeff, and she says, Jeff, this uh, this doesn't sound like you. Uh, I, I've known you long enough now to know that, that something's up in that head of yours. Um, uh, you, need to, you need to take a deep breath. You need to, and she, she hands him, she pulls out of her purse, she pulls a, a tissue to wipe his face and a <laughs> bottle of water to hydrate and um, a Werther's original to get his blood sugar back up because she thinks maybe he's dropping down. Fair. Um, and can I also make a roll to try to snap him out of That's it? That's going to be rapport. Okay. <laughs> oh, my rapport. So two. Okay. Doesn't work. So he still mm-hmm. wants to go for this thing. So you're going to have to hold him physically back. Carol, I swear... So all that is holy, if you don't get out of my way, it's going to be trouble. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> she puffs herself up a little bit, like <laughs> my, <laughs> like a, a parent whose child has finally started talking back to them. <laughs> <laughs> and so she gets all in, like imposing as much as she can. And he's like, Jeff, where did you learn how to... What's with the attitude? You need to, to, you know, do I need to get the soap out? She says, I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not a mom. <laughs> and I, I'd like to try that roll again. I, I'm trying to work out if she's getting the soap out to wash my mouth out or put it in a sock and beat me with it. <laughs> Maybe a little of a... You don't get to roll another rapport. You're just, you're, I mean, you're left with what you've got. Carol, you don't understand. Albert's in trouble. We've got to go in there. I, I, yes, I understand the drive. I mean, I felt like that too, but I think there's some bad juju going on with this thing. We gotta help him. It's, it's the right thing to do. 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 Well, you know, how many times you're repeating that makes me think it's not the right thing it's to do. It's a normal thing you to know, do. The more you repeat it, the sort of the, oh gosh, the less it sort of sticks is a good vibe is sort of my thing. <laughs> what? What? I just met you. This is crazy. Let's get in that door. <laughs> so call me, maybe. Call me Barley. <laughs> so Barley, you are a hundred percent compulsed to open this door. Yeah, I, I give him a, a belly bump, and I, <laughs> I, I grab the. Uh, you said it was like sort of like a jeweled, like yeah, whatever. it's like a it's like a big jewel that is a circle, a big spherical jewel. Do I get other outlines to see? Like, is it like a hatch where there's like a door on the top, or is this top bit? All a door and it's all gonna swing. It's all gonna swing. Okay, so I put my my feeties and I I bend at the knees, straighten my back, make mm. sure there's a good whatever. It is unbelievably light. Oh, <laughs> I, I I'll probably fall on my, my bottom, expecting <laughs> to have to heave it, and uh, I I fall down. I fall over. My apron goes over my head, and it it's very comical. Like, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it's very slapstick. All right, you swing this uh, you swing this massive onyx hatch open it flops against the side of the hole on the other side because it doesn't quite have enough room to open all the way up and as you as you look down it is completely polished walls of rock in a perfect rectangular shape and it goes down way farther than you can see it gets very dark very quickly any ladders nothing that you can see yeah that looks ominous carol now I know you've got some rope in that bag of yours. 
She hugs her purse and like, no. <laughs> <laughs> At least give me a torch. I can drop down there and see how far it goes. I'm not going to be part of you plumbing it down into your death in this weird obsidian no- coffin hole here. <laughs> yeah, whether this is sort of a weird mausoleum or a shadow realm, fire's not really what I want to put sort of in there. I, oof, no, that doesn't, doesn't feel good. It's not exactly the door to Chuck E. Cheese there. I don't, uh, which is also canon in this world. I've been to a Chuck E. Cheese. I chuck a <laughs> clod of dirt down there. All right, you chuck a clod of dirt, and as soon as it falls through this giant opening in the ground, it falls immediately to the side and just sticks to one side of this rectangular passage. Wait a second. Like, towards the side that would have been, like, either the top or the bottom uh-huh. of this As doorway. gravity is flipped and that's actually the floor. Perhaps. Someone has seen Arrival. I have not. <laughs> you have it. It's so good. It's so good. Carol reaches into her purse and pulls out a, I don't know, a bottle opener <laughs> and throws it in there as well. It immediately falls on the ground or the side of the wall, basically. Huh. Jeff says... Leap of faith! It just jumps. <laughs> oh. He falls and, and vanishes into the darkness. You guys eventually, 30 minutes later, hear a splash. I made a terrible mistake. Oh, God, no. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He lands on the wall. As soon as he jumps in, he just, like, immediately his... It's almost like a cat when you drop a cat upside down. Yeah. And, like, they just... Their whole body flips around. That happens, except he doesn't get his feet under him. So he jumps in and then immediately falls on his side on the side of this passage. I'm starting to think this is a hollow deck, and I don't know how I feel about that. Um, what are these things you keep saying? You know, references. Um, jeepers. I, oof. I can barely walk upright sort of with the gravity I'm used to. So maybe let's maybe let's go ahead and slide him out and then just, oof. I don't know, because what if Albert's in there? Jeez, gosh, this is hard. This is a tough choice, y'all. I dust myself off and I kind of scoot my butt over and, and try to, I guess, I don't, my brain doesn't even know what the most elegant way is, but I, I try to elegantly get into the this hole and put my feeties down of where the gravity is without jumping. Yeah, it's real uncomfortable because, like, as you're stepping through, like, one of your limbs is yeah. going, is, like, has, it feels gravity a different way than the other. So it feels super unnatural. It's, yeah, it's like my, my stomach is definitely in, in my, my throat because it feels like my body's being pulled in two different directions. You managed to make it look not too terrible. Thank you. You're probably <laughs> the most successful at handling a 90-degree yes. shift in gravity yes. that anyone has ever been. Yes. <laughs> because you entered it. Thoughtfully. <laughs> Take that, everyone. And Jeff and Barley, your head feels clear. Like, you are in here, and you feel like you're learning something new, but you are not compelled in any way, shape, or form to do anything further at this point. Oh, that, that was very strange. Why did we do that? That seems very dangerous to me. I guess it was the right thing to do, and we're still alive, so that makes sense. I guess we are. Mm. I, I guess so. It's, it's okay, Carol. Uh... Carrie, nothing bad down here so far. <laughs> yeah, why don't you give me a notice? Like toss them a torch. It falls immediately at their feet. <laughs> they both get lit a flame. My fur is gone. Uh, Three. Uh, Okay, so Jeff, you see a little bit further down the passage as Carol tosses this torch in and it shines a light a little bit further down the passage. You see off to the side what looks like a cap. Do I recognize it as, um, assuming he points it out to me, do I recognize it as Albert's? That is 100% Albert's standard hat. That's Albert's standard hat. It says, (laughs) wine him, dine him, 69 him. Thank you very much. It does not. It says FBI, Federal Booty Inspector. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's definitely his hat. It says both. (laughs) It's a very big hat. It's got two sides. It's got bills on both sides. It's a... It's a Sherlock hat that says Federal yeah. Booty Inspector. <laughs> yeah. And wind them, dine them, 69 them. You're 100% right. But so it could be it could be anybody's hat, really. <laughs> yeah. but you would expect it might be Albert's. Luckily, he he signed his name with it in, inside <laughs> the, the flap. Yeah. Right. I'd pick it up. Yep, that's that's your cousin's hat. Well, he, he definitely came this way. Onwards. Yeah. Carol's going to lay down kind of on the lip of the thing and roll her way inside of it. <laughs> Mm. Yeah, Kimmy's gonna ride on her bag. Kimmy's gonna hold on to her bag while she goes in. So there's a moment right when you're going over the lip, just this slight hesitance, and you like rock back out, and so it takes you a few tries, but then you eventually you 
you make it. You feel a little bit foolish laying on the ground like you are. <laughs> she stands up and brushes herself off. Carol, I'm terribly sorry about what I, I said earlier. I, I don't know what came over me. I, I was under some kind of compulsion. Uh, I just I had to get in here. I, I'm, I'm so sorry. Oh, no, that's what I apologize to. I mean, I know that you're a grown man and I don't need to mother you. <laughs> Oh, uh, what's down here? Hat. We found Albert's hat, so he, he's definitely come this way. Federal boot. Oh, that's very funny. <laughs> <laughs> and then she looks at the other side. She says, I don't get it. <laughs> well, you see, you want to explain what 69ing is. <laughs> when a young man and a young woman love each other very much. Good boy 69 very differently, so she's still very confused. Yeah. <laughs> um, I start to walk deeper. As you guys kind of walk in deeper, you see that like up ahead a little bit, there's a branch off to the left of the path. Like this path is, I mean, it's unnatural the way it is perfectly rectangular. The walls meet the ceiling, meet the floor at 90 degree angles, which is something that you guys have, have never seen in any sort of cave structure. But it's it feels like a cave, though. The walls are, are all stone that are just this perfectly almost mirrored shine. Gotcha. So it doesn't appear like something that we would see as like drilled. Does, it doesn't have any grooves. It's completely flat. It doesn't feel like it's been drilled or something's dug it out. It just yeah. feels unnaturally perfect. Right. Like even if it was... Anachronist, anac- anac- I'm not gonna try it. Uh, future drilled. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> not old timey drilled. Yeah, mm. gotcha. Right. There is a branch up to the left, and it also goes completely straight. Keeps going straight, but there's a there's a branch to the left as you guys are approaching it. Is there like any dirt? Can I do a notice? I haven't done one of those, and we haven't figured out what my notice is. Let's <laughs> <laughs> roll and see. <laughs> I don't. I don't like this game. I need new <laughs> dice. Um, how many times am I allowed to switch my dices out? And and not take the rolls like a couple times for <laughs> mm. the session because I got a, I got a negative one. Okay, yeah, it's real dark in here. <laughs> Normally, I can see pretty well <laughs> in the darkness, but this 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 must be special darkness. So, what do you guys think? Oh, uh, I mean, just go to the left, I guess. Can't can't go wrong with a left turn. <laughs> Always turn left is what my my father said. All right, I mean, you guys go up and you head to the left, and it's an enclosed area. So this is just like kind of a, a side chamber almost, a little room. And inside, as you look around, you see some shapes in here. But it is really dark. It is almost impossible to see. Did you guys pick up that torch that you guys threw in? Oh, yeah. I still have one of the shovels, I would say, if that makes sense. Like the broken shovels. Okay. So as the torch comes around, you guys can see these shapes a little bit more clearly. They are fuzzy in a weird way. Oh. And why don't you guys all roll a notice? All right. New D6s. These ones will do good. One. Three. Three. One. Okay. Carol, you get the best picture of this because... You know, maybe you have the torch in your hand, and so you come in, you come in like with eyes open, and it looks like almost like like moss, right? Like packed up piles of moss, but in almost like a humanoid manner. A fry guy, very fry guy. <laughs> so a couple of them are standing around, and they look to be pointing at another one that is down, like much much shorter than the others, and the general look of this room. Almost feels like it's like some sort of there are like countertops. There are just like areas where it looks like th- like items are arranged on shelves. And it looks like there you just get a distinct feeling that this is meant to be some sort of display of something that could happen in the real world. OK, so uh, and no one is moving. No, they're not moving at all. OK, so I go up to one of the people, the shortest one, probably, mm-hmm. and take out a handkerchief. OK, so she's operating that there's people under here with moss growing on top of them. And I'm going to try to wipe the moss away. <laughs> OK, so you start wiping the moss away. Where would you, where are you wiping? Face first. So you wipe the face area off of this thing and the moss just kind of peels off pretty nicely. And what's underneath is not a person. It is whatever it is, it's wooden. But it looks exactly like Jeff. It's just creepy to think about, honestly. You go down into some weird hole in the ground and everything's upside down and weird and strange. And then you find these creatures 
uh, with moss on their face and you wipe it off and it's your friend Jeff. But your friend Jeff's right there and also not made out of wood. Uh, it's, it's, it's just, it's messed up to think about it. I, I, I must tell you, um, it doesn't get more uh, okay, you know, over the course of, of the rest of this part of the tale. You know, they really had to deal with some real oddities and weirdness, you know, in that town, um, which, you know, it's unfortunate. Um, and, uh, and things get a lot worse, honestly, than, than they seem right now. Uh, but that's all a tale for another day, because alas, I am, uh, you know, uh, I'm contractually obligated to speak for a specific amount of time, and if I go too far over, then they, um, it's weird, you know, they, they start taking my payback away from me, which I think is strange. You know, I'm doing extra storytelling here, so, you know, maybe I should, you know, get a little bit of overtime. They're like, no, you, you know, you're getting extra stage time at that point, you know, now you're just marketing yourself, and so, you know, we gotta get our cut from it, and it just becomes a whole big thing, so if I talk too awful much more uh, than I have so far, uh, unfortunately, I will not be able to afford dinner this evening. So uh, I will go ahead and cut it off there. Uh, but please do come back next time and hear more of the story of, of, of Cammy with the good guy squad. Um, because it, it's, it's intriguing. And then coming up very soon, you know, the continued adventures of the brute force. But, you know, we really do have to hammer out this good guy squad stuff first. You know, you can't just start one of those and then not just, uh, you know, finish it right up. Uh, it would... It would just kind of feel wrong. And um, so anyway, we'll, we'll be back with the Good Guy Squad next week, uh, right here at the Gilded Ramp. Uh, please tip your Minotaur bartenders, and I will see you next time. Hey there, potatoes. Thanks for listening. This episode and the next episode were recorded back in April during the Geekly Inc. 24-hour charity stream when we were raising money for the Alzheimer's Association. This was actually the first time any of us had met the character of Cammy, played by Ray of course, and we were joined by our good friend Tim Lanning from Drunks and Dragons. By the time this episode comes out we would have all just got back from GeeklyCon. We did a panel slash live show there, which was incredible I'm sure. The fireworks were amazing, the ambulance was on time, and there was only three casualties, so all in all, good good day, all round. We've still got the hybrid fudge dice up on our Patreon at the moment, so you can still get hold of a set of those if you want to, if you pledge at the $20 or more level. Like we've said before, they're incredible dice from our friends at Die Hard Dice. And by now I would have got my hands on a set of them, and I'm sure they're just rolling pluses all round. Got a couple of reviews to read for you. This first one is I Can't Believe It's Not Saya by Captain Codlips. That's a great name. Comedy genius with incredibly deep characters mixed with general hilarity. Difficult to believe this came from the same twisted imagination as the world of Saya. Keep up the awesome work and thanks for many hours of entertainment. Other one's a nice short one. Amazing by Lib Thomas, the most unique RPG podcast. So funny, amazing characters, really lovely people. Well, thank you, Lib Thomas. I'm sure you're a lovely person too. So these reviews really help us out. They're really the lifeblood of any podcast. They help us move up the rankings. They enable more people to find us and generally spread the word about the podcast. So if you haven't left a review yet, we'll be really grateful if you could. Head on over to Apple Podcasts or Stitcher or wherever and drop us a review. And that would be great. If you want to get in touch, you can find us on Twitter at BruteForceCast. I am at Nudsa. Adam is at the Adam Bash. Carly is at Animated Me with the Eases Threes. Ray is at MR Unladylike. Pat is at Patrick underscore ranking. And you can follow our friend Tim Lanning at Tim Lanning. So thank you all again for listening, and I'll play you later. And... Well, John, I'm still here. I think we're the only two people still here because I, do, I don't require the bathroom just sort of because of how my plumbing works out. Do, is there anything we need to talk about on the stream since it's just our show now? I mean, we could talk about our plans to take over Saya. Yeah, 100%. See, we're doing season five. Mm-hmm.
he doesn't know this yet. Oh, no, no, no. But I've been practicing my Sayer voice. Hello, I am Sayer. Greetings, Resident 1234. <laughs> you actually recorded most of those messages for the last Kickstarter, which was fun. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I decided to incept all the storylines that I sort of want to delve into into Bash's brain. So Bash will take the credit and he'll think that he wrote them. But it is, in fact, uh, that is, in fact, my brainchild that I'm incepting. Um, so when you see all the references to, like, good butts and the references to, like, dope glasses, that's going to be me. Because yeah. that's sort of what I'm living for. See, one of, I think... The stretch goals for the first Kickstarter was to re-record season one or mm-hmm. something. What Adam doesn't know is that I'm actually going to re-record that. Yeah. Mm. Um, what are we talking oh, about oh, here? Hello, Adam. Yeah. We'll just talk about how we're doing season five of Saya. Yeah. Oh, good, good. That's, that is a fucking load up. <laughs> hey, stream. Just you and me. It's time for the ASMR part of the stream. So I'm just going to get a little closer to my microphone here. So how are you all doing? It's uh, late at night here, five in the morning, getting a little sleepy. We can soldier on through. Just got another, what, like ten hours to go, I think. Tim's back. Tim's joining me with this ASMR session. Hello, I'm eating pizza on the microphone. Tim doesn't know how ASMR works. Oh, there we go. Mm. This is that. Tim will brush his hair shortly. Yummy pizza, pizza. I'm glad I made it back for the pizza ASMR part of the stream. I say next year we give it its own section. There's three hours of pizza ASMR. <laughs> I'm just gonna eat some of this pepperoni. Mmm, that's sure tasty. Yo, girl, this is me on you. Nah, pizza. Pizza noises. <laughs> the sound that it makes when Tim chews makes the food sound salty. It is salty. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's the uh, blooper section sorted for this episode. <laughs> oh. We hope you'll join us next time. <laughs> oh, God.